0: your daily dose of Donna it is Wednesday March 22nd welcome welcome back you guys those of you that are watching on YouTube I know I've got TikTok live over here so I've got lots of my friends over here and I'm recording this using riverside.fm more to come on that I have to tell you guys I decided to start putting my podcast on YouTube because I record video. I do the entire thing on video and I take it, I use the video for like mini clips, right? For a short form video, like for YouTube shorts or TikTok or Instagram. And that's really helped the podcast grow. But yesterday I decided from the, from the recommendation of my friend, Stephanie, why don't you just throw the whole video up on YouTube or like start using YouTube? Oh my gosh, you guys. Now, there's a couple reasons for this and I'll get into it, but as of yesterday's video, so this is 20 hours ago, it's just the video of me recording this podcast, but I was talking specifically all things Jeff Lewis, Heather McDonald's, Megan Weaver drama, Juicy Scoopers, all of you guys came through. It must have hit the perfect algorithm. That video is sitting at 17,000 views. I used to not have a video over, and this is like for real over 200 views. Like this is huge for me. So if you're new here, if you're new on TikTok or if you're new listening to the podcast or if you're new on YouTube, I really genuinely want to say thank you and welcome. I am so freaking pumped for this podcast and for this whole journey um, if you know a little bit about me and you follow me on Instagram and you've seen my stories and stuff, I think you kind of know the story, but I was not ever a pop culture podcaster up until two months ago, but this was a dream of mine that I think I kind of always just pushed to the side. I was like, no, 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 I'm pushing you to the side. You're not realistic. I have a business. I help entrepreneurs and I'm still doing that, which is the coolest part. And today I was teaching a, my group, uh, program, called show up on video. And I was telling them about this process and about YouTube and about what's happening and how about how the numbers on the podcast are growing and the TikTok followers and the YouTube followers. I mean, it's beyond. So right now I'm sitting at the time of this recording with 855 subscribers on YouTube, I had 213 yesterday morning. So it's shocking. It's super exciting for me. You guys definitely brought it with the comments on the Heather McDonald, Megan Weaver, and Jeff Lewis drama. And I'm going to get into that in just a bit, but because there's not like, well, we do have an update on that. We do have a little update. I do want to cover a couple other pop culture conversations that I just have been talking about throughout the show. And I just want to, when, new stuff drops. I also want to kind of drop in with it. Um, I am, you know, I am not shy to say that I'm 41 years old. I turned 42 June 11th. Shout out Gemini's. And I am a massive pop culture, like reality TV lover. Now I do have like a limit. I'm um, everything Bravo. Like I love Bravo and I love Netflix reality and like Peacock, like those kind- I I like high value TV. Now, I also have to shout out some love for, you know, Bachelor, um, Bachelor in Paradise, Love Island, because my husband works on shows like that. So I have to also give love to that. But like, if I'm going to choose my reality, it's going to be beautifully shot. It's going to be like high quality. Like, I'm not watching, sorry, I'm not watching 90 Day Fiance. It's just not something that I'm interested in. I also don't think I have the time to do that. Because like I said, I have two young kids and I have my business and okay, whatever. So what we're going to talk about, usually, if we're going to cover any reality TV, it's going to be shows like Bravo-type shows. It's going to be – and then, of course, there's going to be here and there like a random show. But let's talk for a second. I want to cover Summer House. I'm not doing a recap. This is not a recap show. But I want to talk Summer House. Because you know that saying, and there used to literally be a website. Those of you who were born, I was born in 81. So those of you who are like in my age range, you may have remembered there used to be a TV um, like recap uh, website. I want to say it was called like Jump the Shark or, oh my God, why do I never have my answers um, before I start recording? Because I don't know what I'm about to talk about. That's why. But I love it so much. Okay. So what we're going to talk about here is, yes, well, like if I Google it now, the best places that come up are like Vulture and all these things, but they were old school. Like if you can remember this, you guys, it was like one of the first reality TV or like TV recap websites. And they would recap not just reality. They would recap scripted shows. Oh, you guys, it was so good. And now I can't remember. But I used to read all of these shows and I used to love reading the recaps. Well, I'm not going to recap any of these shows, but what I will do is I'm going to pull out like some things. And this, show, this website used to be called jump the shark and it was about what every single big series like Beverly Hills 90210 or Cheers or Seinfeld or friends like when did they jump the shark and some shows never jump the shark and jump the shark to be honest like what does it mean it means like made like started getting really bad that's the tr- <laughs> jump the shark means like this show became shitty like no turning back now Kind of like say by the bell when say by the bell went from high school to college like that jumped the shark right we all agree, um, well maybe we don't but I I definitely feel that way. Summer house has jumped the shark, okay. I'm gonna be real strong about this. I'm gonna feel really confidently saying this, and I say this with love to summer house because this is a show that literally got me through the pandemic. When I tell you, I watched every episode I binged it it was a show that I never thought I'd get into I thought it was much too young for me no 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 obsessed with summer house love it i'm so sad i think it's done either it's done in its capacity like comp- completely like in the in the cast that's there either that's the problem or the show is done I can't watch Summer House anymore. I will watch Summer House any, like again. Don't I'm not insane like I'm going to watch it every single week, let's be honest, plus the reunion, plus the watch what happens live shows with the cast on it. But I'm not enjoying it, and that is problematic cuz Summer House to me, it reminds me of a time when things were light and fun and the Hamptons and you know summer water and um lover boy, right? It's it's the fun times, the Hampton Social Club. Or wherever they go, but here is what's happening on Summer House right now. And those of you who are watching right now live, tell me if you agree. It feels literally like the seniors in the high school and the freshmen have been put together in a you know in in a chorus or like in a drama production, and they're supposed to get along and like all have the same approach on. No, no, no. Seniors and freshmen are together at a school dance. Okay. That's, that's what I'm going to say. It's like, it's like the seniors are over it. They're smoking cigarettes. They're done. They're standing outside. They're waiting. You know, they're on their cell phones. They're half in the dance. They think it's lame. They're really not interested in it whatsoever. And then the freshmen are like, so excited to be there. They're like dressed to the nines. They are putting on an air. They're trying really hard to entertain. They're trying really hard to get the gut. Like Carl, and Lindsay do not belong on Summer House anymore. And I don't say this because I don't like them. I say this because they literally, it feels like someone's older aunt or cousin is coming to stay with a house when Carl and Lindsay are there. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Kyle and Amanda are also, I think, stepped out of their time to be on Summer House. They are married. They're not fighting. And honestly, I, I I I hate to say this, but like that made good TV, right? The whole experience of them like engaged and not fighting. They are not fighting. So they're getting along really well and they're standing up for each other just like a good married couple should. It's boring TV. It's boring TV. I don't want to – they're bringing their dogs. Oh, now we're bringing dogs to Summer House. Boring. Boring. Paige has – Zero interest in being there. You could tell by her face. You could tell by her energy. She doesn't want to be there. She wants to be with her boyfriend or somewhere else, okay? And then Sierra and this whole Karma Brown situation, which, like, kudos to Sierra for dressing up. It was a theme. Kudos to her for doing it and, like, going all in as Karma Brown. And if you watched the show, you saw it. Honestly, it was the most insane, like, over-the-top leap, over the top,ly like, over the top, badly edited situation I have ever seen. It was like you know how the other day I talked to all about how the Vanderpump Rules trailer editors deserve a a freaking Emmy. The Summer House editors deserve a Razzie. And that means they get the bad award. Okay, so Vicky's saying she loves Sierra. I also do. I think she's great. I think she's beautiful. I think she's fantastic. I didn't mind her energy with the um with like the Sierra the Karma Brown. I didn't mind her. It was the editing of it. That killed me. It killed me. Cause whenever there's like weird editing on shows like that, it always makes me think that the show is like struggling. They're like, what what can we do? What can we do to make this a little bit more alive? Right. So I wasn't a fan of the show. I didn't like anything that happened. I found myself bored. I found myself on my phone the entire time, which you know is a bad sign because I watch Vanderpump Rules, which is going to be tonight, 9 p.m. Pacific time. I watch Vanderpump Rules. I don't allow myself to touch a phone. I take notes sometimes, but I just watch. I watch like this. And if you're watching on YouTube, you see straight eyes like, mm. I'm so in it. Okay. So that is my, okay. Vicky says too much drinking on summer house. I'm going to go as far and say not enough drinking. (laughs) I miss sloppy summer house. Like it's almost like they're too mature now. I don't think anyone's drinking enough. (laughs) Half the class cast is like kind of sober. Half the cast is, (laughs) half the cast is, um, you know, married. It's like, it's, it's, the show is done in its capacity. I guarantee you. They're going to have to do some major retooling. I guarantee you this is Carl and Lindsay's last season. And honestly, it should be Kyle and Amanda's, but I don't know if that's the case because I feel like they're the cornerstone of that show. Kyle needs, okay, Vicky says Kyle needs to get sober. That is, I don't know if sober is the right word for him because I don't, hmm, who knows? Who knows? But he needs to like take it easy a little bit and he probably will when he becomes a dad, which has got to happen pretty soon anyway, you know? Okay, let's move on, you guys. Let's talk a little bit Vanderpump Rules, and then I'm going to jump back into the Heather McDonald, Jeff Lewis drama. Okay, Vanderpump Rules. Here's the updates that we have. Nothing crazy except for the fact that tomorrow on March 23rd, 32323, okay, 32323, Thursday, March 23rd is a national holiday because that is the day that they're filming the reunion of Vanderpump Rules. Now, here's what I need. I live in Los Angeles. I am happy. To find my way onto that studio set, actually, my husband knows one of the camera operators on that show. I'm gonna find out where they're shooting. What if I just show up like a press kit, like, or maybe I can be, maybe I can deliver uh, a coffee to Andy. Maybe I can just show show my face. Okay, so that's my goal. I'm gonna show my face. <laughs> no, they're filming tomorrow. Listen, we're not gonna have rain. We're not gonna have to worry about any of that rainy outdoor footage. It's gonna be sunny. Apparently. And it's going to be Raquel is going to the reunion. This we know for sure. She has officially said it on her stories today Raquel Levis will be at the reunion. So, as far as we know, Sheena Shea may or may not be physically at the reunion, although she definitely will be filming the reunion. Oh my gosh, I have to take Mallory Tightcake off of my live. She says, wow, talks way too much. I think she's talking about me. And what she doesn't understand what she doesn't understand, Mallory Tightcake, is that this is my podcast. So if I didn't talk, I wouldn't know what to do, right? Like if I, I got to talk. So shout out Mar- M- Mallory Tightcake. Mallory is a little too tight for my show. Thanks, Vicky. She says, we love your talking. Okay. So, um, and um, personally, I just need positive vibes during these shows. Okay. So <laughs> Vanderbilt Rules, Raquel is going to be at the reunion. We're not sure about Sheena Shea. Now, I'm scared for Raquel, seriously, because Lala reposted saying, can't wait to talk to you or can't wait to see you, Raquel. I mean, I've said this before, I'll say it again. To be on the opposite side of Lala in any argument is someplace I do not want to be. Okay. I don't care how good you are at debates. I don't care how smart you are. I don't even care how right you are. Being opposite Lala is like, it, it, it's like David and Goliath. Like, I am. I, I'm a good barker, you know, but like my bite, I'm scared. Like I'm scared of Lala. So I love you, Lala. Shout out, Lala. <laughs> but anyway, this is going to be intense. Now, meanwhile, Ariana supposedly is like booking jobs in acting gigs. So good for her. Hopefully, her career is going to go in the up and up. They're going to probably have to sell that house. Now, Jax and Brittany Cartwright, his wife, have a new podcast talking all about life after Vanderpump Rules, after the cameras go down. Funny story. Um, Brittany does, I think Jenny Craig ads. She was a spokesperson for Jenny Craig for a bit. And Jenny Craig came over to my house to scout it for, because I live in Los Angeles, so a lot of times my house gets scouted for commercials. And they came to scout my house for a commercial to use my kitchen. And they talked to me all about how Brittany and Jax, Jax comes to every single, um, uh taping of the shows and uh with the sun and he's or not the shows, the commercials, the Jenny Craig commercials, and the sun is really sweet. And like supposedly they're both incredibly kind and nice. And like seriously, who knew that Jax Taylor was gonna be like coming out on top here? Now apparently Jax Taylor is on Watch What Happens live tonight alongside Vanderpump Rules. Follow me on Instagram if you are listening to this right now at this is Donna Bowling. I will be talking about this on my stories all night. Long, So make sure to follow. Okay. Now that we're going to keep talking and we're going to get into a little bit about yesterday and I'm going to get into some of the comments that I got from yesterday's post, which blew me away. And I love you guys so much. I swear to God, you're my favorite now, my, my YouTubers. Okay. So, um, we talked about the Jeff Lewis, Heather McDonald and Megan Weaver drama. If you have not listened and you want a recap of it, you can listen to yesterday, March 21st episode on the podcast or on YouTube. It's there. And essentially, this is the update. Kelly... Dodd and Rick Leventhal have now released another YouTube talking about it, that they've talked to Heather and Heather is very gracious and very sweet about the fact that they talked about it publicly. They also said Megan is also so kind and she's really hurting and I'm sure she's hurting. Look, it doesn't feel good to fight with your friends. It doesn't feel good to have drama with a friend and it definitely doesn't feel good to have it dragged into the public world and then have like... A bunch of person's fans come after you. I've been there. People have been there. Like if you're going to publicly talk about anything, just know that you're going to get people that like are against you. Right. So that can't feel good. Now, that being said, Megan has not said a public word yet. And she's planning to return to Jeff Lewis Live tomorrow morning. This is at 8.30 or 9 a.m., sorry, uh, Pacific time. I feel like I need to listen live, like I need to put it in my calendar so that I can break down what happens because I'm dying to know. Here's my guess on what it's going to be like. My guess is that Megan is going to come on the show very upset. I don't think she's going to be in a fun, laughy mood. I think she's going to be probably – Crying or on the verge of crying, I think she's gonna be really really vulnerable and honest. I think she's going to apologize. This is just all my guess. this is a like just my feelings. This is no I have not no inside information on Megan. I think she'll feel really bad, I think she'll feel really sad I think she'll she'll be really upset, and I think so will Jeff and I have a feeling that Jeff Lewis will probably really try to get people to leave Megan's, like, stopping so angry with Megan. And I get both sides. I really do. I get Megan's side. I do not like the approach, though. Like, she's allowed to feel whatever she's allowed to feel about Heather. She can feel whatever. But the feeling that she can't – look, if you think, just like Marjorie Tight Cake on my TikTok, she just kept going wow, you don't stop talking, Um, you know, like something. She said something else negative. You can feel everything you want to feel, right? You can feel. But do you have to actually share your feelings? Do you have to share your feelings with the person with whom you have negative feelings towards? And there's two schools of thought here. I am someone that feels like in general, unless it's like my husband and we're trying to resolve things and actually like move through it because we're fighting, I don't feel this need to share my inner anger towards anyone unless I'm trying to resolve it. So that's my question is like, was Megan coming to Heather in a way that felt like, this is how I feel. I don't like feeling this way. And I want to love you again and like get along with you again. Because if that's the case, that's a different conversation Then I don't like you. Point blank, end of story. Because that feeling is so awful, and we've all been a, like we've all been mean girls, and we've all had mean girls situations, right I'm gonna read a couple of comments one Patricia says megan is jealous, period Heather says Megan can have her feelings. It's when she said everyone else feels this too. I agree with that too a she doesn't have the right to say that, but also like does she have the right to have her feelings? And say them in that way, like on a Saturday night when everyone's out of town and drinking, it was not the right time and place. It felt very over the top and um, not necessary to ruin someone's night. Like there's no way that you're going to say that unless like, and it's about the approach, right? Because like I said, if I'm fighting with a girlfriend of mine and like, it's not going well, I can say, Hey, you know, um, Sally, like I'm pissed. Because I feel like da-da-da-da-da and I love you and I hate that we're fighting and I just want you to know that's why I'm being cold. That would be one thing. I didn't hear that that was the approach. I didn't hear that, she, that Megan came to Heather and said something along the lines of like, I, I love you and I don't want to fight with you, but I am feeling really resentful and I want to share with you why. Now, if that was the case, I think Heather would have been more receptive and then they could have like resolved, right? But to go to someone and be like, I don't like you. I find you A, B, C, D. Everyone doesn't like you. And that's that. Like, and that's that. And then just keep going and going and going without being like, how do we fix this? Ouch, heart, stab, fall. Like, ouch. Right? So I really, really, the whole situation is crazy. Megan's going to be on the show tomorrow. I can't wait to hear her side. Um, I'm, I think Kelly, people like Kelly and Rick and Jeff are really trying very hard to stay out of it. Jeff is struggling because he's having his birthday party and he knows that Megan will be there. And he's like, Heather can't be there. There's a, there's like a, you know, what are you going to do when you have feuding friends? Hopefully they get back together as friends. I doubt they will. It will never be the same. Whenever you have someone that like treats you like shit, it never is the same. And I can speak from experience. I had a situation where I was told by someone that like I am A, B, and C. And even though we moved on, quote unquote, and like made up, I can never look at her the same. I will never be able to look at her the same. And our friendship will never be strong again. So that's really the truth of how it works. It's really, it's a crazy, um, situation. And I really hope for their for their benefit that it gets resolved. And I'll obviously be covering it tomorrow because this was such a big story for you guys. Um, so anyway, thank you so much for subscribing to the podcast. It means so much over on, eight, uh, on iTunes or on Apple Podcasts on Spotify subscribe over here on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe and give this video a like. Is that what they say on YouTube? And if you're on TikTok or Instagram, follow and say hi in the DMs. Got lots of new DMs from YouTubers yesterday. Um, Really, honestly, so nice to hear from you guys. And I'm so excited to get to know all of you. Thank you guys and see you tomorrow.